We are on episode. We don't even know. 250,000. No. <laughs> Definitely uh, not. Not sure what episode that is, but we got a unique one. We've got some special guests. Uh, we have the usual, Teddy. As the, Taylor. As the leader. Uh, <laughs> the Taylor, leader. myself. Uh, we have some newbies from the gym. We thought we'd bring in uh, on one of the podcasts before. We hit on some topics we wanted to get their opinions on. So we brought on Izzy, Connor, and James from the gym. So welcome. 3v3. <laughs> Actually, it's three v three. We'll see how this see how this turns out. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting show. All right, Taylor's gonna be like the the main host for this one because Taylor, uh, you are a former collegiate athlete, right? What did you do? Uh, So I swam at St. Louis University for four years and then um, got into CrossFit afterwards. So that's kind of what we're gonna start with with the show. we have three former collegiate athletes with us as well, and they have all gotten into CrossFit pretty seriously within the last year or so, maybe a little bit less time. Um, and so just kind of uh, evolving upon our last podcast with the evolution of the sport of CrossFit and kind of building upon that. So um, let's start over here to my left with Connor, as I call him Swimmer Connor, because we have two Connors at the gym now. The Swimmer Boys. <laughs> um, so Connor, give us kind of a history of uh, what you did growing up, and then kind of when you specialized into the sport of CrossFit. All right. Oh, sorry, swimming. <laughs> okay. We'll get we'll get to CrossFit yeah. in a minute, but let's hear a little bit more about your about your uh, history of sport. Okay, so I'm Connor Tobo, um, commonly known as Swimmer Connor, as opposed to Wrestler Connor. DJ Tobo. We should have we should have opened this podcast with some sweet beats. It's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Connor's yeah, gonna, we can put it back in, right? If you ever hear music on this show, which one day we'll have intro music, it will be from Connor Studio. Anyway, it's Connor. Let's hear about you. Anyway, uh, I started swimming like summer club when I was I don't know six or seven. Um, I swam for a reason. wasn't particularly good at uh, team sports, sports that required hand-eye coordination. Join the club. <laughs> does uh, not play well with others. Guess not. Um, Again, that's not true. After that, I uh, started doing some club swimming um, with the University of Denver Hilltoppers in Colorado. Uh, did that for, I don't know, through high school at least, so four or more years, um, and then eventually decided to swim for St. Louis University. What? What? Did you play any other sports growing up? Nope, absolutely not. So you just specialized in swimming from six to 20? Yeah, I did, I did karate for a bit. Okay, that's a sport. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Did we, did we establish that, we, we said you're a college swimmer, Taylor, but have we said that you swam at St. Louis University as well? Because... I'm sure it's been mentioned before. Well, but. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's people that this is their first. That's true. These, yeah, you mentioned these, it. Yeah. Okay. So we did say so. So you guys went to the same swim program in college. Yes. Yeah, they uh, make me feel old because it was many years later. However, Taylor completed all four of her years at the program. Uh, I only did one. All right. All right. So we'll get back to that in a little bit. But moving on to James. Oh, hello. Um, I always wanted to play football, but my parents wouldn't let me. <laughs> um, so I tried like pretty much all the other sports. Um, I didn't like any of them, um, partly because I really didn't like running. So uh, I decided to do swimming. I um, Sixth grade, like the summer before sixth grade, I did 
a summer league. So it's like where you just swim in the summer. And then I was like, oh, wow, like, I kind of like really like this. So I decided to do year-round swim from there. Um, and so that's when I started really getting into swimming. Uh, it was just a lot of fun for me, and I enjoyed it. Um, I eventually, my family moved to the Atlanta area, and then um, I swam with... Um, swim Atlanta and that's when I realized I wanted to continue swimming into college because uh, like um, everybody around me was you know going to swim in college I was like wow okay well like that seems like a cool idea so um, uh, I decided to swim at St. Louis University <laughs> um, <What? laughs> and um, like Connor I did not complete four years. I did a year and some change, but uh, I swam at St. Louis University. All right, and then we have Izzy. One question, real quick. You mm-hmm. both completed one year. What uh, what brought you? Why only one year? What was was it? Just not into it? Not what you thought it was? Got injured? What what uh, what caused both of you guys just to do a year? Parties? Yeah, was it too much booze? What's going on? <laughs> this was not alcohol related. <laughs> Um, so I have no animosity towards the St. Louis university swim program. Um, the, the reason I was done with swimming had more to do with swimming itself. Um, I had an injury at one point in my shoulder, uh, which isn't uncommon, but, uh, I just wasn't swimming at the level of competitiveness that I had been in previous years in my life. Um, and that, that spark of intense competition just wasn't really there anymore gotcha james um so i was um i really enjoyed the two coaches that were assistant coaches at the program and uh so at the uh end of my freshman year i um i knew they were leaving the following year however i stuck it out and then i went into sophomore year and realized that you know, with one having uh, already left, gone, and the other having a couple more months left, uh, I, I realized that I was no longer super uh, motivated to keep swimming um, with the switch in coaching staff and other reasons just led me to... It's like you had it tough too because you were during COVID. Right. And so oh, you guys, your practice another schedule mm-hmm. was insane. It was, it, it went down to like three times a week. And I was like, this yeah. is a lot if I'm a not enjoying it b the coaches i really like Mm -hmm. had bonded with are leaving and then now it's like you can't even really do the sport yeah so i looked at tobo and found (laughs) crossfit and i was like well i think i'm gonna do that Uh, i've tried this thing called crossfit (laughs) yeah all right so back to izzy give us a little background on yourself um so i did not swim (laughs) um i'm actually kind of the opposite of taylor i played every ball sport um and I was a part of a team, um, you know, growing up actually and all the way up till I graduated high school. So I played soccer, softball, basketball, pretty much anything um, with a ball. My mom did not let me play football. <laughs> I did want to play that when I was younger. But, um, but my main sport actually was soccer for a while. Um, I played all the way up till, you know, senior in high school, graduated, played at Kirkwood High School. I was going to play in college uh, soccer, but... You know, I kind of was progressing better in golf, and it was 
more fun to me and then the scholarship um for golf for women is a lot better than soccer and I kind of you know grew out of soccer and just playing um probably almost 15 years of club soccer out of town every weekend um kind of got old so I found golf and got pretty serious um my dad actually got me into golf and then I went to Drury University in Springfield, Missouri. Um, played all four years, and it was had a great time. And she's a badass with the club, let me tell you. <laughs> when did you start? So when did you pick up, like, first time you picked up golf yeah, club and really so started playing? I actually, so I played um, a lot of golf when I was, like, a little kid, you know, swinging around. And we actually um, belonged to a country club when I was younger. Um, nothing serious because I did have that soccer background. Um And then starting in around eighth grade, I started playing in tournaments, summer tournaments, uh, so junior PGA tournaments. Um, And I was, you know, scoring pretty low, uh, pretty well. And my dad was like, you know, you're pretty good at this. You should probably, you know, keep going with it. So, uh, you know, I played at Kirkwood High School and um, just was kept shooting pretty low and then was like, yeah, I want to play golf uh, in college. So were you the number one at, at high school? Like a torture and you like over the course. Yeah, um, golf's a little different, so it could be different each week because you qualify for the tournaments. But yeah, one or two spot. Yeah. Kirkwood, yeah. I got a. Uh, I played ice hockey in college, and I got a Facebook message from Missouri State club team asking if I was interested, but I declined. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing. They, they were that they've been uh, kind of a. You played. I had uh, that was kind of a hack program. Done nothing against it, but it was when I, when I was down there and get, got started. It was it was like a couple of guys in the back of a garage wanted to start a team, and but he played there it, it goes. Club, hockey. Well, yeah, until my until my shoulder got injured. Oh, nice. Quick, so we are, so. but <laughs> club club sports are different in college than than. Uh, I will say though, club yeah. hockey in college is intense. Yeah, it like SLU club hockey, they're intense. So it's kind of cool. Oh, it's just like it like um, it's at the like when. It, when the school does not have a Division One hockey program, the club hockey is definitely good. No, it was good. It was fun. Um, but unlike Connor, mine was a little more alcohol related. <laughs> it was, I, had, I had a little more, little was having a little bit more fun and wanted to have a little bit more fun in college than I was getting serious about that sport. So yeah. I moved on. <laughs> All right. So I kind of want to start with, um, let's go with Izzy, because I think you started CrossFit kind of through your college career, right? Yeah, I actually you know, I did it once in a while, um, uh, freshman, sophomore year when I came back home, uh, cause my parents do it, but never like, you know, repeatedly, um, going mm-hmm. consistently or actually belonging to a gym. Um, I actually picked up senior year of, um, actually COVID was my, you know, mm-hmm. did it in the uh, garage with my parents. But then when we went back to school, when I went back to school, my senior year, that's when I actually joined a gym for the first time. And um, you know, it's addicting. <laughs> yeah. So how were you able to train with like golf season and with CrossFit? Yeah. So, um, you know, with golf, we actually did not work out as much, um, as we should have, or <laughs> as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew I need to, I needed to, you know, pick something up, uh, you know, walking the clubs is great, but that's not really a yeah. workout. <laughs> um, so, you know, just, and just worked around my school schedule and golf schedule. Golf was usually, you know, around three o'clock. So do you go to CrossFit in the morning? Yeah. Um, or even after practice. 
but yeah. and I would work work out in the hotel you know when we we're out of yeah. town, hotel gyms yep, yep. So. trying it all about that <laughs> Um, and so then Connor, you actually reached out to me after your freshman season and just kind of asked me about CrossFit. And I think you're like, you know, can you kind of help me with some stuff? And I knew you're going home for the summer and I was kind of like, Hey, it's going to be better if you like work out at a gym. Um, cause they can actually teach you stuff like one-on-one, but what kind of stirred your mind to CrossFit? Um, you know, kind of, I think after your freshman season, you kind of knew you were done. So what was kind of your, I want to switch to CrossFit moment. So I have a friend back home in Colorado who is a coach. Um, okay. I'm gonna shout out Seth Hendricks at Alpine CrossFit. Um, shout out. Yeah. Uh, so he was really uh, not pushing me towards it, but he explained the idea thoroughly mm-hmm. and suggested finding a gym as anyone yeah. would. Um, and you know, I thought I'd be spending most of my time in St. Louis for the next four years. So yeah probably try to find a gym there and the only lead i had was uh to taylor from her brother who was on the (laughs) swim team at the time i was on the swim team so i kind of asked him about it i actually kind of met taylor at my last meet uh, our our last conference meet of my Mm -hmm. freshman year um and yeah eventually i think dm'd her on instagram yeah he did (laughs) is that the is that the one you went to instead of vodapalooza yeah, that was same one. Yeah, right. it was a, yep, their last meet of the season. Well, so thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> oh, anytime. <laughs> um, and then so you kind of went through the summer and you were at home, and then when you came back to St. Louis, you came and dropped in at Blue City, and I think we're pretty hooked pretty quickly. Uh, to the, I mean, you were already hooked in CrossFit, but I think you were excited about the gym. About, I kind of forgot about that, but I remember that. I remember you saying yeah. there was some swimmer. Yeah. Swimmer buddies <laughs> of Grant or somebody that knew that we were going to come in and can you come in and mm-hmm. like be there and help and not help out, but like, I don't know, put, get them, if, if you're not going to be there, maybe give them some things to do. And look yeah. And stuff like yeah. That, so you yeah. have to get close to the mic next time. See if they were acceptable, <laughs> I think is the term that she used. Um, but then like James, as you mentioned, so Connor was at the gym for maybe like a month or two before. Um, and so what kind of drove you to like get into crossfit i know you were kind of getting done with swimming but what was like the hey i want to try that okay so freshman year in our dorm he showed me like uh like little like highlights of uh one of the games i'm mm-hmm. not sure which year it was. <laughs> i think it was 29 okay 20, yeah 18, one of them i don't know and i saw like uh he showed me like like the, it was like a like a clean ladder or like yeah. just like we like they would lift individually and like yeah, yeah. showed me like a video of like Matt Frazier and like he was like smiling because he kind of like knew yeah. Yeah. yeah and I was like that's pretty awesome mm-hmm. so uh that was like in the back of my head but as soon as he like found a gym like a real gym and it was yeah. like official I was like well like now I know I have something to go to if mm-hmm. I do quit swimming so I actually went to the gym before I quit swimming yeah and I had a meeting with Steve and uh <laughs> Steve was like, yeah, I mean, if, uh, if you're really like not happy and like mm-hmm. you feel like it's a, you're wasting your own time. And then by that, you know, you're wasting yeah. the coach's time. And then he's like, he's like, I would tell them you're like, you're honest feelings. So mm-hmm. like the next day I, I quit. And, <laughs> Look at Steve go. And, Dang. Uh, I think it was two days later. Like, yeah. It was the weekend. And then that Monday I came in for my first class. It was a thousand meters. I've been, row. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get Steve to up his 
sales games. So I'm glad he just took it out on some college kids. Yeah. Hey, it's good. Sold. Um, so, I mean, we kind of talked a little bit before this, but we all kind of individually came from an individual sport. And so um, I think a big thing that we see with CrossFit is you have to have that internal motivation. And I think that's why you see these, a lot of individual athletes kind of transfer over really well. So you've got like your gymnasts, your swimmers, um, you know, golfers, track runners. Those are the kind of people that you see transition and seem to have a pretty big um, leaps and bounds kind of quicker than other sports potentially. Um, And so I'm kind of interested, we'll start maybe with you boys first. You guys can rock, paper, scissors over there. but what did you kind of take from swimming itself and how did that actually set you on like kind of the right path for getting into CrossFit? Um, I guess I should preface as well, like all three of these um, athletes sitting here today are very good and they've only been in CrossFit for like less than a year and they all have a lot of skills already accomplished. They have their lifts are constantly increasing. And so it's so annoying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of one of those things that, you know, you notice people, certain people at the gym and they stand out to you quickly. And so, um, I think anyone that is at a CrossFit gym and they see maybe like those people transitioning from collegiate athletics to CrossFit and things like that, you see those leaps and bounds quicker. And so um, let's kind of start maybe with Connor, some of your thoughts on what transitioned you well from swimming and then getting into CrossFit and really being able to do some of the things um, quicker, easier than some other people. Okay, so the, the biggest I don't know, advantage I've taken from swimming is probably my uh, long distance aerobic event background. Mm-hmm. Uh, my events were the 500 free, the 400 individual medley, which sucks, and the mile. Which also sucks. Yes. Um, <laughs> so when we have anything in a Metcon that's long, cardio-based, running, mm-hmm. rowing, biking, um, in a time domain that's anything longer than a sprint, I feel like I'm already at an advantage. Um, just from years of cardio. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, something that I, eh, I know we've had like a couple of conversations about this, but even understanding pacing a little bit, which is a huge thing of like, um, you know, a lot of athletes come into the CrossFit and they are like a Dave where they go out hot and they die. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes you being able to understand, especially coming from like a mile background, how to pace and how to swim a little bit differently, you can do that kind of same thing in a workout. Definitely. I, I need to be encouraged to go out faster than I yeah. do. <laughs> well, I've been trying to get him to pace slow, slow down a little bit. I think we can let him go, let him, let him go a little harder because I, I think my first thing was pacing, pacing, pacing because that's, you know, the, what the rookie does is they come out of the gate hot and, and end up dying. But with these guys, I quickly learned that, you know, they, they don't die as much as some that, you know, they've got that, that anaerobic back or anaerobic background, aerobic, aerobic. And, you know, it's kind of annoying being next to them because that's the only thing that, uh, that I've got going for me is maybe a little bit better gymnastics. So, (laughs) so if I'm sitting there and I, I look over, I know that Connor next to me is trying to beat me on the row and will beat me on the row, um, you know, as, as he gets better in other things, I mean, he's got that background though there that's going to continue to have, let him have some success. It's like, you know, the gymnastics is coming, like where you're going to get past like in these next couple months. Yeah. Well, and the fact they PR every time. So every time they touch a barbell, it's like, Oh, let's just put up some more weight. Pacing is, I I actually, (laughs) I, um, I saw 
to close out the pacing thing a little bit, uh, the side note, just how it's not maybe always natural for a person thinking of it. Uh, I'd listen to podcasts and chasing them. They're talking about regionals and it was like the third regionals ever. And like, he's and quick off the side. He's like, yeah, and this is before pacing was a thing. Like before people knew how to like what pacing yeah. was. And so like, it was like, it was a very young sport, but even like back then it was, it was kind of, uh, not something that like people really talked about or knew or understood. So, all right, well, let's swing over to Izzy. So kind of staying on the same boat, but um, what do you think was the biggest thing that you took from golf or even soccer that really helped you uh, be able to transition to CrossFit easily? Um, so with golf, um, I think it was uh, the mental side. Um, golf is a very mental sport. Um, it messes with your head, but, um, you know, Kind of, you know, being by yourself, you're you're only going to get out what you put in. Um, so that's the same with golf. Like, you don't need to practice with your team. Um, there is a kind of team aspect to golf, um, but also as an individual. So, you know, transferring into CrossFit, like, I didn't need anyone, you know, by me to work out. or um, mm-hmm. And, like, that kind of was that mental side that I didn't need someone right by me to push me harder. Um but yeah, just, you know, being in there mentally more than that, you know, having that endurance. Yeah, that makes sense completely. And what about you, James? What kind of, you feel like, uh, benefited you the most from swimming? Uh, Definitely not the, uh, pacing. (laughs) Um, uh, um, yeah, I did the hundred breast, so that (laughs) I didn't have much pace in there, but, uh, probably so like in swimming, at least for me, like I would like borderline obsess about like uh like goal times Mm -hmm. and you know like that was like like it was like a good motivation though and so now when I like brought into CrossFit or like got into CrossFit uh, and there's like so many things you can work on yeah it's kind of like really amazing to have like more than one goal so I feel like now that I have all Mm -hmm. these goals like having spent so much time on having uh a single a goal now yeah. when I have a bunch of stuff to work on I think that's like an advantage and also it's like it just makes it really enjoyable I will say that's actually one of like the main reasons I stuck with CrossFit so when I finished swimming I got into running and was bored um and there the, the goals were not there for me and then you get into CrossFit and there's like there's infinite number of goals like I still have growing goals and they have changed over the years and it's not so much like a max lift, but it's become like perfecting technique or things like that. And so it's kind of, um, it's cool how your CrossFit goals can continue to evolve throughout. Like, I think I'm like eight years into nine years into this sport now. So, um, but that's kind of a good segue too. we were talking about, you know, what I'm intrigued to hear what your guys's goals are just from the fact of, um, you guys came from a highly competitive, you know, area itself. So James, what's kind of your, uh, let's go with your super lofty goal and then kind of realistic goal, maybe overarching theme putting you on the spot i mean lofty lofty like i think it'd be like super awesome to make like semifinals or like mm-hmm. the games like down the road yeah. like you gotta years start from now for sure. yeah but like that would be amazing but uh like just say it just say the games say the games it's now it's now on a recording um, literally, we're literally sitting next to a salute <laughs> summer that <laughs> the games, okay. like, it's the games the would be the lofty goal but uh like the realistic goal is i want to like go into the open this year knowing i'll make uh, uh quarterfinals okay go all right izzy um 
So it's funny because I was listening to an earlier podcast, and uh, I think Steve said, like, you know, every CrossFitter's goal is to make it to the CrossFit Games. And I was like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, why not? If lofty goal, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. It would be awesome to make it to the CrossFit Games. But, um, you know, let's be realistic right now. Um, I actually did make it onto the quarterfinals, but then, you know, they released um, – that's after the Open, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And they released the workouts, and it was like a 135 snatch. And I was like, I can't even lift that over my head for one. <laughs> uh, so I didn't attempt any of the workouts. But, you know, for uh, a goal, you know, coming 2022 is, you know, maybe to actually be able to do a lot of the workouts. Be able to do all the workouts. All the workouts. There you go. <laughs> all right, Connor. Um, maybe not the answer that the people want to hear. No. I've... I've been really cautious with the lofty goals. Uh, I had some anxiety issues with swimming, with setting goals a bit mm-hmm. too high. Um, so I don't really have a, a lofty goal. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Just just like James was saying, um, it's been great to not do my same three swims every weekend. Mm-hmm. And instead, I can do something different every day. And my gymnastics goals are different from my cardio goals, very different from my strength goals. Um, so I feel like I'm always improving at something. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, definitely where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Stay healthy is huge. And I think it's a cool, like it can be a cool goal to, uh, you know, with the exception of Izzy, these other two here are like relatively new to CrossFit. Like just having a goal of like, I just want to do this, like stay, like yeah. I'm not, be I think that everybody's yeah. going to be like sticking with this, but that's mm-hmm. usually like, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know, like, I think I'm going on year seven now, which is pretty hard to believe. And it's like, that's, yeah, so. it's, like Matt was saying, this is the longest thing he's ever stuck with, the longest kind of working out he's ever stuck with. And um, that's kind of the cool thing about CrossFit. And we just said, like, your goals can be evolving. They can change. Um, you can go from wanting to be competitive and you can go back to just wanting to do classes for every hour. But your goals you know, can change and morph with the stage of life you're in. Yeah. And you, if you stick with it, then goals, like, you have your Yes, the same question in three years, and it might be a totally different answer. You know, your goals, you'll see how you develop, but um, that's that's the that's one thing for sure. I want to, can I go back for one second to yeah, the... Yeah, of course. Um, so, just like Taylor mentioned, it's like gymnastics, wrestling, um, swimming is a pretty, maybe the, probably the third most popular, yeah. but it's a lot of these individual sports, um, and so much of the narrative or questions asked, like whether it's a game games, a- profile on a games athlete in morning chocolates, right? Night or whatever. And like, Oh, he was a gymnast. So this, these transfer to that. And kind of like what we talked about the physical skills. I don't know if it's talked about enough, like the, um, like the transfer over of like being so used to like, Oh yeah, I practice three hours a day and it's really not that fun, but it's like, I do it and I get better. And like the being, um, use of the physical activity, like like that sort of grind, which, uh, I mean, you know, the normal person coming out of college that wants to work out is like, ooh, like, can I work out like three times a, a week and that'll be helpful. So like, and golf is, uh, when you're doing it like competitively, golf practice is not fun. Like it's a grind, you're three, <laughs> like why can't yeah. I dial in this? And so I just wanted to get, um, you know, it's kind of hard maybe to yeah realize because it's like that you're living in it, but what do you think about the transfer of like just the... Um, natural because that that part goes to crossfit this is actually like i think about this a lot um like i think that's one of the reasons why i like really like crossfit is because i'm doing this for me 
and like I can say no at any time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have, I won't get kicked off the team if I don't go to practice. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's huge. And also, the I actually kind of had a trouble with this. Like, I'm gonna just ballpark this number, but like swimmers year round college, like you're like 20 hours a week. I would say 20 more. 20 plus would, yeah. hours a week. I would, like 24 to like 26 is what I calculated. Yeah. So like right now, I'm still thinking this. Like sometimes like. Cause like I, I really do care about CrossFit now mm-hmm. and now I'm thinking like, am I doing enough? Cause I'm not spending that yes. much time doing it. So now I always like, like, uh, when on occasion I'll be like, I think I should be doing more, but uh, you know, I mean, I think it's not always better, yeah. but I will say like people when I, cause I was in grad school when I started doing CrossFit, like competitively and people were like, gosh, you're at the gym so much and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, my senior year of college, I was in grad school for physical therapy and I was swimming 20 plus hours a week. Um, and then, so when I was done swimming, all of a sudden I was doing CrossFit maybe 10 hours a week and people thought I was nuts. And I was like, well, this is like way less than what I was doing. So from a standpoint of like, even that your volume, just your, uh, where your intensity is so high goes down. It's kind of, it's more, it's way more enjoyable. (laughs) Yeah. Like I I remember like swimming, like, you know, summers, like they were meant for two a days like that's your summer you practice twice every day and in college you still do that two a days and so going to crossfit like we're like if you do two workouts a day it's because like you want to and it's like awesome like that's yeah this plays into the theme of like why we're having these crossfit sport conversations of um trying to like illuminate the fact that it's not just like a p90x go workout system it's like for it it can be just your fitness regimen but it's there's this chance to have this sport and so when my the question that i'm getting at um like taylor when you said people would be like you're crazy for going to the gym that much i think a lot of people would you say like are thinking like you know, oh, I'm at Lifetime Fitness for 10 hours. Like, why, like, aren't your muscles big enough now? Like, when do you stop? And it's like, no, 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 this is like me practicing for a sport. Like, I'm trying, I'm not, um, I'm not at the gym trying to get the, like, what bicep curls give you the most, what mm-hmm. bicep curls give you the biggest, whatever. Well, Matt, my, don't my, yeah. discount. Yes, yes. <laughs> don't discount bicep But So that's just, I think that's a miss, like, and it's not on, like, those people don't know any better and that's not, like, their fault. But that's, I think if uh, more people knew that there was a sport avenue of it, they'd, adapt they'd come try out across it that's actually kind of funny that you say that because my roommates are both still swimmers and they will come up to me and they're like why are you at the gym so much and like they're like wow you do it like crossfit all the time and i was like like you swim yeah. all the time I'm like how yeah. is this different yeah. like I, I think it's totally um it's obviously hard to imagine what cross is like if you haven't done it um and everything else is like either a globo gym a p90x a orange theory a whatever class and it's like uh there's no i mean peloton has a little bit of sportiness into it like in the fact that they have a leaderboard but it's like it's not really the totally different than cross it actually but um, I think it's really hard like to imagine it as a sport when you haven't seen it you show the youtube clips and you're like oh that makes a little bit more sense. Like, yeah. I, I remember me, like, I have no idea what this, I, I did CrossFit for two years and my friend's like, watch the documentary, man, watch the doc. And I wouldn't, I was like, no, no, no. And I was like, I'm like, oh, this is what the games are. So kind of funny, Connor, you mentioned earlier, like some, you, or well, James, Connor showed a clip to James of the, um, of the uh, CrossFit games. So what, like, how did you find that clip? Did your friend show you that? Or did you just find it online or? Um, were you like interested in CrossFit? So you searched it out. What kind of? 
my interest in CrossFit began right as those games were going on. So I tuned in okay. to the last half of those games. I watched Frazier come back on Olsen. Oh, that was a fun year. Yeah. yeah, that was. So that's kind of where you were started with that and then kind of evolved from there. Yeah. So that was that was a really cool moment um, to be able to like witness live on a on a stream. Mm -hmm. um, See, this is you, Teddy. Oh, yeah. This He's is, like this the is... outsiders that get drawn into CrossFit. This is the perfect yes. moment right here. Yes. I remember, yeah, 100%, 100%. Uh, but it's also cool because CrossFit doesn't doesn't force anyone into sport. Like, sport's not yes. the bottom of the pyramid. It's the top of the pyramid. Correct. You don't have to compete. You don't have to show up to a CrossFit class and, like, want to be, you know, yeah. lights out taking names. Yes. And that's, I think, a big thing that we should probably bring up as well. Like, um, and like our podcast earlier, like the CrossFit as a sport, like your sport can be so varying. And, um, I said that, you know, when you go to CrossFit competitions, the shirt on the back says athlete and everyone's an athlete, no matter if you can't do pull-ups, if you can do, you know, 20 muscle-ups in a row, like everyone is considered an athlete. And that's the coolest thing to me about CrossFit is you don't have to be a games athlete to be an athlete. But I think that's what keeps like all of us kind of in it is that you have that still, you have that tie to being an athlete. Um, and it kind of gives you an identity still. Like when I was done swimming, I didn't have an identity. Um, and it helped me kind of ease into like real world to have that CrossFit identity. So the the amount of swimmers that continue swimming after college is so low. I mean, there aren't there aren't, you know, a lot of opportunities to go pro at swimming yeah. and if they are, they're not like super fiscally involved opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like masters getting together and swimming on the weekend is that that's pretty much the opportunity, correct? Yeah. I mean, which is, which I mean, is kind there's of once some, a week on the... Yeah, mean. well, they they have some Masters teams, um, but, you know, it's it's still... To be competitive still, you have to really put a lot of time and effort into it and kind of a lot of people, when you're done swimming, you're done. Your body's done, your brain is done, um, and you need that, like, reprieve. And some people still have that love for it, but it's... And I, I it took me almost a full year to get back in the pool after I was done swimming and actually enjoy swimming i think i've swam like twice in the last <laughs> year yeah i mean games and like games training probably yeah they had, the, james and connor both came out and helped us with games training um and actually connor was like our lifeguard which was fabulous so yeah he did a lot of breaststroking maybe not so much freestyle but it's all right someone had to do it so i mean izzy was that the same with you did you put your clubs down after college and wait a while to pick them back up again yeah i took like a three four month break um and then you guys actually um asked oh, if yeah. i wanted to come play and i was like that's a good idea i probably should pick <laughs> up my clubs again but i actually try to play every weekend now um and i'm actually shooting lower than i was senior year because <laughs> you know the pressure's off and mm -hmm. um and i'm just having fun um you know like you were saying, those practices, you know, I kind of was forcing myself to go to practice towards the end. Um, and then I would, you know, would love to go to the CrossFit gym and, you know, do CrossFit. So it's, it's just a little different, but, um, you know, I stuck out with it and I'm glad I did. And I had, you know, awesome four years playing golf too. Yeah. I mean, we had practices I played in high school. We had practices where it's like line up eight balls around a cup, five feet away. You can't go home until you make all five footers, all eight five footers. And it's like, it's like you just can't, day. you got to start. Yeah. You got to start over <laughs> if you don't make it. And it's like, 
<laughs> like just so oh, yeah we, we were playing you know the 18th hole and the it, this song's completely down yeah. i'm like can i go home yet <laughs> yeah it's crazy um we're like getting up uh on time here i, I think we're gonna do a part two um and i kind of what i wanted to do throw it out there well we'll brainstorm here for the next one i wanted to maybe like see um taylor you're you're a former college athlete swimmer at, who's qualified for the games as an individual on a team competed yada, yada, and like almost uh give some like on the podcast advice for these young athletes or sort of, and maybe get some questions uh, and kind of yeah. go through what okay. it is and kind of what, you know, I would like to know like what those, you know, you said what transfers over, like what yeah. transferred over from, you know, doing a conference with me to being on the floor at regionals and all that stuff. So should we, uh, what do you guys part two? Yeah, I think that'll be good. All right. So tune in. All righty.